This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. malfunction okay we're back everybody welcome aboard um we're getting ready to crash for the second time with steve austin hey michael how you doing hey good i'm just laughing because it sounds like like some giant explosion and chaos and like spaceships and then you're like oh minor sound problem (laughs) little technical malfunction like woo i can just visualize it it's awesome i'm doing good shannon it's great to hear your voice just wow, what a what a message, what a prayer. I'm, there's such a hunger for deliverance out there. I'm I'm so thankful for this stream. Thank you very much, and it's an honor to be here today, folks, with podcast evangelist Michael Basham, spiritwarsfaithbooks.com, Strange O'Clock Broadcast. Michael, you want to open us in prayer? Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord. Well, Lord, we just come before you in thanksgiving and praise and worship, and we ask for your presence to come upon us right now. Lord, the the fight is hot. Just give us the blessing of our Father in heaven as we fellowship around the bonfire of your truth and just see things from the heavenly perspective, see how the the armies are being positioned from the heavenly perspective. We we just are married to you and not to the world. We separate ourselves from the world. We step into the spirit. Deliver us from evil. I ask for, for deliverance for everybody listening, including myself, too, for anything that we need to get cleaned up from. As this is a, it's a filthy world and it's sinful and dark and we, we are fighting through the darkness and yet shining with your light. So I praise you, Lord. I bless Shannon. I bless Omega Man Radio. And just expect you to to just bring some interesting, awesome, powerful, uplifting, healing revelations right now in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Hallelujah, brother. Are you Mike, still there? Sorry. Yes, yeah, sure. It is yours, my okay. friend. Take it away. Good to be with you. Oh, yes. Good to be with you, too. Well, yeah, as, as uh, the previous guest was talking about, you know, it's like the news is still the same. There's still a lot going on and a lot of Israel, Gaza, confusion. Um, all I'll really touch on about that is that we've really barely even begun to see the invasion into Gaza. Like, they're just basically there surrounding the cities. But we haven't seen the actual heavy uh, street battles that you would expect that the news is confusing people saying like, oh, it's already going. So obviously wars, rumors of wars every day. You know, every time I come on here, it's just like another giant crazy thing has happened. So I don't want to date the shows. But um, for those of you who haven't heard me before, I'm Michael Basham. My grandfather, Don Basham, worked with Derek Prince for a while. And uh, sadly, he passed early. But then the Basham family has been closely intertwined with Derek Prince Ministries. I do not speak for Derek Prince Ministries. In fact, I'd probably get in trouble if I was like even working with them too closely because of the bizarre nature of my life. A lot of crazy miracles and out there fringy things that God has um, allowed me to go through. But it makes for a lot of good radio, I think, and a lot of good stories. Someday we'll write a book. Anyway, just a little report on Derek Prince Ministries, though. We just had a wedding, a reunion. A lot of cousins came together. There was a lot of reconciliation. Um, a lot of people that maybe grew up with the name Basham, the name Derek Prince, and kind of trickled away faith-wise are coming back. And it's not just my family. And the, the reunion was beautiful. We went to Charlotte, outside of Charlotte, up in this mountainous area, Sugar Mountain. And it was just glorious, glorious, uh, not just physical beauty, but just the, the love of heaven and children playing and jokes and laughter and fun. And I mean, we've got a huge, big, fun shindig family and you guys are all invited to uh, come and be a part of it. But just to see the reconciliation spirit and just the scales being removed from people's eyes. Um, we're like all staying up way too late talking in between the wedding and everything. And, and then just, you know, Oh, you're married to my cousin. Oh, cool. And then, and then leaning in closer, I, I just started finding out about God is real and it's true. And I've been learning all about it the last two years. I'm, I, I'm so hungry for more spiritual truth and Jesus. I'm like, wow, cool. And I mean, I grew up hearing, oh, cousin so-and-so isn't really hungry for God anymore. And their spouse is a liberal. And, and I mean, we're coming together and God is just doing miracles of reconciliation, finding their faith. So there's a lot of good report on the Basham front, the Derek Prince Ministries front. Um, and that was the son of the, uh, the president of the ministries. So that's kind of a big deal, I think, that um, we're seeing also the baton being passed to newer leadership. <clears throat> it seems like every time, sorry, my throat's a little croaky. Every time I go on TikTok, some Christian is there talking about deliverance and Derek Prince. So whenever I go to the home base there in Charlotte, I'm like, I don't know who's in charge of your internet team, but bravo, they're doing a really good job. And uh, it's organic. You know, people find these Derek Prince CDs and just make little TikToks with, with videos and stuff. So it's it's been really cool. So I, I that's kind of just the report from my family side. But obviously in the midst of like, we're seeing this chaos on earth, but at the same time, it's like this light is shining upon God's people. 
you know, great darkness shall cover the earth, but my light shall shine upon thee. So arise, shine, for thy light is come. Let God's light shine on you. So um, I love to go into the dream realms and the spirit realms. I was kind of led in Japan after being a year in Japan, kind of separated from my family and everybody that I knew and American culture to a kind of a clean slate of receiving God almost like as a pagan would. So I was raised in this church religious family. I mean, there was a lot of religious spirits still got to get deliverance daily and very proud. You know, there's a lot of accomplishments. My family are all accomplished people. Well, I got deliverance. There's a, there's a strange o'clock TikTok. You guys can go on TikTok, follow our strange o'clock show. Gerilyn put together a really cool, like an animation while I'm telling my story of getting delivered from a spirit of pride that you can actually get self-deliverance. And um, at age 17, you know, I went out in the woods and asked God to show me if any demons hindering me. And I got the name pride and cast it out. And basically you can just take authority in the name of Jesus. If there's any spirit that's hindering you, <clears throat> take authority and, and get rid of it. And when I did that, there was a physical sound of clapping behind me. Um, not creepy, but kind of alarming. And then after that time, and I looked around and there was nobody there. It was in the woods alone at night in the Florida woods. So um, I noticed after that, it was like a weight had been lifted. Like I wasn't afraid to be crazy, do crazy things, go up to people, talk about Jesus. And, and that wasn't really normal in my family. Like everybody kind of was pursuing a worldly thing or like, Hey, son, grow up, get a job, you know, go and, you know, get into debt, you know, whatever, like us, <laughs> like, no, I'm going to Japan. I'm going to follow God. God is a plan for my life. Uh, like the previous speaker saying God's plan for your life, God's destiny for your life. I was in a church and this lady comes up to me, hands me a little card by Glenn Clark. And I want you guys to go look this up. It's called God's plan by Glenn Clark. It's a very famous prayer. You can read it maybe print it out, keep it in your wallet too. I went to Japan with that little piece of paper in my pocket. And there was a time where my family in Japan, this host family took me before this giant idol of Buddha, which was all made by mafia money, by the way, they had a lot of mafia money needed to get rid of it. So why not build a giant Buddha the size of like five statue of liberties, just huge monstrosity, like Godzilla in the middle of this farmland. It's crazy. So they're standing there with me and they're asking me if I want to donate some money to the Buddha idol. I'm like, uh, I know speak Japanese. I sorry, uh, Christian, uh, but, and, but I was confused and I opened and I was like, God help. And I was thinking like, what does God tell us to do? I was kind of a relatively new Christian. I'm opening my wallet and God's plan, that little piece of paper given to me in Florida a year before goes flying away. And I'm like, uh, I got to go, go. I got to go catch that thing. And I'm running, trying to catch this little piece of paper. As soon as I almost got it blew away again. And I, it's like going for like, like 50 meters away. Sorry. We're Americans yards, many, many yards <laughs> spent too much time in Asia. And, and then I realized God is literally saving me from accidentally maybe doing a sin that would have probably not been a super big sin in the long run. But to me as a new Christian, it meant a lot to not be paying money, sacrifice to idols, which is obviously in the Bible not to do that. And so God's plan was leading me away from the biggest idol in the world. It's literally the biggest statue in the world. 
go look it up, the Ushiku Daibutsu. I mean, I could write a whole chapter in a book just about the implications of that. But God has had his hand on my life ever since I was a kid, despite myself and whatever failures, even today. And I still say, like, we need deliverance. I still need deliverance. You know, we're in this fight. And I get dreams of getting deliverance. Um, when I listen to certain Christians, I'll fall asleep, and then I'll be like, wow, I'm getting delivered in my dream. Like, cool. <clears throat> so being that God took me out of America, I was in Japan all these years, and then I ended up going to Sophia University, right smack dab in the middle of Tokyo, had all these miracles happen, and got to meet the children of God towards the end of that. And I'm telling you, God led me into that crazy circle of hippie Christians to get me out of the system. It wasn't that everything they believed was true, but it, I learned a lot of things that they don't teach you in the normal church system. Things that only now people are starting to talk about. Stuff like getting prophecy, daily visions, uh, recording your dreams, getting really intricate with your day-to-day, moment-to-moment walk with God. So like, okay, we're going out today to do a fundraiser, but first we need to pray. Okay, what did God tell you? Um, he said we should probably go to this place. Okay, what about you? Oh, uh, I got the word. Uh, this is the way go ye in it. Okay, that's enough for me. Let's go. Let's do it. And it was just this crazy hippie gypsy band doing a lot of kind of covert missionary tactics that when I went to China, we were using basically military encryption technology to use emails. And the whole thing was running off of publications. There was no like home base anywhere. It was just a bunch of missionary families that had been going on since the Jesus revolution and now, now is defunct. So I talk about that to just remind myself and others that God can take you out of the box and put you through some crazy situations to learn you some lessons. And then you might find that God was never really in the box to begin with. And when you, when you prayed that prayer, God lead me do anything with my life. If you mean those words, you will literally do that. I'm about to share with you guys some words and some dreams, visions, prophecies from Hawaii where he led us after being in Taiwan for a number of years, China, Japan. And I, I would come back home to visit family in between, but for some reason he had me in Taiwan for 10 years straight. And, you know, we were doing all, we were like, like kind of Rambos, like, you know, procure on site missionary uh, tactical weapons. You know, you have to go and, and raise funds yourself. So half of mission work is really just raising funds and going, going to get these little goofy jobs. But if you have a missionary compound or like a, a communal situation, I don't recommend doing that with just about anybody. But if you vet people enough and people are willing to, to lay down their lives for each other, live in a big house together, share the rent, you can actually live really well and just work part time and then still do Bible studies and Bible classes. So we were doing our covert Bible studies all the time in China with like high level communist officials. I was really not running anything. I was just kind of like the, yes, sir, I'll go do it kind of guy. And the podcast thing started after the group fell apart because I was always like, you know, we have all this crazy, interesting information. Why don't we have a podcast? And they were like, well, Michael, why don't you start it? I was like, okay, no, no, somebody else should do it. But after a few years, after noticing that all my missionary friends were kind of giving up the ghost, thank God a lot of them are actually this morning, one of them contacted me. He's like, Michael, something's happening in my life. I think I understand you a little bit more now. And um, that's a sign of people are like 
coming back to knowing God, wanting to serve God. I was a diehard because I already forsook everything to go and be a missionary. So to me, it wasn't like a lifestyle. It was like, no, this is, we're all in like to the death, you know, (laughs) and you get persecuted. I went through a lot of persecution. I'll tell those stories at a later date. Actually, our first Omega Men interview, I, I tell the whole story a little bit more in detail. I just wanted to run through that briefly to introduce why Michael has all this crazy, like, what's this, like, going to heaven stuff, talking to angels and, like, the one of the 24 elders and heaven. Because we were trained to step into the spirit and operate in the spirit more than in the flesh. And that sounds kind of like a normal thing. Not so normal with most Christians that I hear these days, especially the watchmen. Because... You can go to a Watchman conference and like 99% of it is the world is ending, repent, God's going to judge America. And that's all true. But then there's only 1% about what God's word says about going and stepping into his power and being a shining one. And so I'd like to get into some of that a little bit. Um, But it's really simple. I mean, you don't have to be some kind of a mystic guru, you know, master monk person. It's really just a matter of your will and do you want this? Do you want to work in the kingdom or do you want to work in your flesh and depend on the flesh? And if you do that, it says in the Bible that you will die. You know, to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. But then when you start going, walking in the spirit, then the fear comes in and it's like, "Uh oh, this is new age. And my Christian church buddies are going to make fun of me. And, And that's true. They will. They will actually freak out. And they will cast you out for, are you not chosen? And haven't you decided to heed the call to go with God, to leave the world behind? Why is it then that you are afraid when God actually starts leading you and giving you things and then you chicken out? It says, my soul will have no pleasure in that man. So one of the other things that we learned was just this end time timeline. I go into that at length and I just, this is not about me and my story. It's just the Bible is so full of prophecy. It's so full of historical prophecies that came true down to the detail of Jesus Christ being born, died for us, the nature of how he died, how he rose again, all of that. It was prophesied in the Old Testament. You guys, we have to live in the word of God day in and day out to really connect with the code of the creator to then become someone that can also walk and be intertwined with God's prophetic events and timeline today because he will put you in various places around the world like henry groover just prayer walking going around being the light in japan very very difficult mission field very difficult to do what he did but that's kind of what we're trying to help train others to do wherever you are you can be a beacon a pillar of god's kingdom to the to the lost and dying and and just the hungry people out there And that's what we're doing now. Our podcast has kind of become a spirit military of recruiting. I heard that the U S army is basically overnight. They're like, uh, uh, we need, we need to have basically 500% more military recruiters. And we're not going to say why. So, you know, they know something, something's going on in the earthly military. Well, the spiritual military is just the same. And we need more soldiers and fighters and warriors. And how do you join? Well, you start, spending time in the word, spending time seeking God alone. Treat God as if he actually exists. And when you actually respect God with your time, it does take time. It does take the dedication, devotion. 
he will respect your time and he will start coming and you take one step for him. We'll take 10 steps for you. All those nice little quotes, they actually come true when you actually do it. <laughs> and the problem is most people don't even try. Ah, sorry. Coffee. Um, yes. Coffee is, is our friend. All you really need is your Bible, maybe a pot of coffee, uh, some nice quiet place to sit, a notepad and a pen. And you can go, that's, and for me, I like to listen to um, instrumental music. You'll hear a lot of that when I go live. Often, oftentimes, I'll just be playing these instrumental songs in the background, and we get a little funny and goofy and a lot of impressions. And, and honestly, in your, in your personal, intimate times with God, you can start to look at, like with me, it was in Japan, just clean slate, boom, nothing of the past. Just a knowledge that God is true, the Bible is true. I used to grab my coffee, to quote Omega Man's intro, and I used to go and find this huge old ancient tree that was sitting at the gates of ancient Yotsuya Station in Tokyo, just down the street from the Emperor's Palace. And there was this little secret way that you could crawl through this fence. And then I used to do like kind of mercenary Bible study, like go somewhere where nobody can find me. I would purposely not pay my phone bill that month. And just go and like into monk mode and start reading the word and actually read the Bible. Like I never, nobody had ever taken me through a study of Ezekiel or Isaiah or Jeremiah or like reading all those prophets back to back. Read the book of Revelation for yourself. It only takes like 30 minutes to read the whole book. Nobody ever really encouraged me to do that. But the Holy Spirit was like, I want you to read the Bible. And, and then um, I didn't finish this comment that sounds kind of weird, but G.K. Chesterton's Everlasting Man came to me and it basically takes you through the psychology of what is a pagan and what are the glorious things that have happened throughout history, throughout man's history. And then that pagan comes to the cross and meets Jesus Christ. And it's, it just, it blew me away. Like if anybody has time to read old Catholic books that are actually really, really powerful and really good. G.K. Chesterton's Everlasting Man is the book that got C.S. Lewis saved. And so he was like C.S. Lewis before C.S. Lewis and Tolkien. That book helped clear the slate clean of all this religious jargon and culture from American Christian churchianity and, <clears throat> and set the pace for when I would meet this family group, this children of God group later on, which were the hippie Christian wild end time warriors to really hammer in. And really what it would be today would be considered a lot of the end time witnesses kind of watchmen, what the timeline of revelation actually is and reading through the Bible with a slight amount of help, like not, not really like people telling you what to believe in the Bible, but really just showing you what the Bible actually says and and militaristically forcing you to sit down and read those prophecies, Ezekiel 38 and Matthew 24, and just hammering in the book of Revelation and all the different chapters and Isaiah about the millennial reign of Christ. I mean, guys, this stuff was given to me as a person just asking God, like, please show me what's real. Please, you know, give me wisdom from a young age. He had me literally lose all my friends, family, everything, and then just go marching around the world, reading, rereading the Bible and other prophecies and finding out that 
holy cow, this stuff is actually true. Even when the family, the children of God ended, then it was like, well, look at what Alex Jones is saying. Well, look at, look at what all these guys on Omega Man are talking about. Look at what Steve Quayle's been saying. And it's coming true. And now we're here. And it's like the daily headlines are a sci-fi movie with talking robots. Le- My show last night, we were discussing the, uh, the new talking robot that's a CEO of this, this uh, European liquor company. Like they just literally got this, of course, it's a woman of a color robot that is just at the meeting talking about how she's the new CEO. <laughs> it's kind of a stunt, but it's also kind of happening. Um, media, Hollywood has been taken over by insane, crazy pedophile crap, like in your face, cra- crazy. The education system the medical system. I mean, everything is science fiction right now. Why? Where is that going? Is it actually a sci-fi or is this fallen angel stuff really true? Well, it turns out it's really true. And you can look at that stuff from morning till night and go crazy about it. And oftentimes I do, but God has recently been having me go back into the secret place of the most high, reviewing the things that he's shown us leaving aside the things of the world, come away to the mighty fortress of my spirit where you can access all the tools I've put into your hand. Down in the world, it can be a mess. This is a prophecy. Down in the world, you have tribulation. But if you are one with me, you will be delivered. And the things I will bring upon the rest of the church, you do not have to go into. If you guys actually know your Bible, there's a portion of the church that doesn't necessarily have to go through the tribulation but it's a very small portion. And it's like, how close are you to Jesus? How much is he your identity? How much is he your plan? It's like, what's your plan? What's your whole focus? God is the plan. He's the focus. That's it. I mean, there is no other plan. Oh, well, that doesn't sound very responsible. What about your five-year plan ahead for your ministry and your blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, God could pick me up tomorrow and put me in Timbuktu. I just got invited to go. I mean, I don't have the money to go and I'm not going to come on here and beg for money when it's not even for sure I could go, but there is a chain of islands off the East coast of Australia near the Solomon islands. And I keep forgetting the name. It's like Ven Venwatu, I think is what it's called. I always remember the bad guy in Zoolander, Mr. Mugatu. That's why I remember the name, but Venwatu, I think, And there's this, it's basically like open citizenship. The Chinese are buying up citizenship. They're like crazy. I think 10% of the population is international. Well, anyway, I got a friend in Taiwan who's about to go there and he's like, Basham, come with me. We got to go to Vanuatu and we're going to check it out and we can do mission work there and we can become citizens and we could, uh, you know, have an out when things go crazy in the West, you know? And I'm like, yes, I would go tomorrow if God said yes like that's you know i'm in the states i'm in smoky mountains god's had us working with local politics i'll talk about that too but it's like my heart is just to be out there in timbuktu and going on adventures and going on island hopping hawaii was another adventure i've got some notes here from hawaii i want to share some spear wars that happened it was really cool but you know obedience is key so if god wants you to stay in like some boring town in texas or utah or wherever a friend of mine he just got sent to alaska to like the tundra like way out in the middle of nowhere with the alaskan natives to be a teacher 
like I get phone calls from people that are just, I don't even know how to keep track of all these people. I need, I need like a CIA base or something to kind of figure out like, all right, where's, who's going, where, what's going on? What are we doing? Um, and zero fear. I mean, once you forsake all and follow Jesus, the only thing that can be taken from you is your life. And even that is, it's like, I don't even count my own life as precious in comparison to the excellency of the knowledge of God, the power of his resurrection. I mean, this, this stuff is catchy too. Let me tell you, I go on YouTube, TikTok, whatever. I get banned all the time because I keep telling people about the weird vaccines that are changing your DNA and killing people. And they don't like you, but I get to talk to people, random folks, and they'll listen to me and then I'll turn around and follow their channel and notice like they're starting to sound kind of like me. Actually, it's not me. It's just they're, they're quoting the same scriptures. Let's forsake all, follow Jesus, so be a disciple and live by faith. And it's catchy and people like it and it's fun. It's fun not to have a mortgage and live your life stressed out about your payments. Um, it's fun to, to not live in, in this like fatalistic, oh, the world's going to end. There's no hope. God is about to do so many miracles through his people, but his people need to start following him and you can listen to his voice and he will talk to you. You just, you have to realize and, and be like, well, what I'll tell him oftentimes is like, look, God, uh, sorry, I got sucked into the flesh again, been cleaning, driving, baby watching, got two small babies working, playing. What's up? What are we doing? And then he's just like, let me recenter you here. Come up into my realm. Let me show you what's really going on. And my question is, well, Jesus, how can I step into your realm and not abide in this darkness all around me, this chaos, this confusion. And if you get a word from the Lord, he can just eat instantly, instantly open the portal and just bring you into his chambers by faith. You're not going to always see it with your own eyes, but by faith, the spirit is open to you. If you're hungry to go in. One of the easiest things to do is to recall your dreams from the night before. If you can, even just one little flash of an image can assist you in just realizing that things in the other world are real. They, they exist somehow. And the Bible is full of people writing down their dreams and getting information through dreams about the spirit. We, we can do this too. God has been showing me a lot about Elon Musk that we need to pray for him. There's a lot of information about um, just international giant mayhem things, pole shifts, aliens, <laughs> and all that stuff. You can handle it in your dreams. But sometimes people, they doubt their imaginations. They doubt that if they're seeing something in their mind's eye, that they're making it up or it's, it's somehow impure. That's why we need to keep our eye gates pure. You know, don't watch poo-poo stuff from the screens all day. Like, get into the heavenlies. Get into the word of God. But when Jesus spe speaks a word to you and he says, move into this new office I'm positioning you into, begin to have faith in what I'm <clears throat> birthing in your life. Get excited about my power and my presence and me, myself overshadowing you. You will put off this earthly tabernacle and take up the spiritual and great will be your joy. Only you must forsake all yet again and again. And again, this world is not your home, but when you come deeper into my presence and feed off of my word, then you will find that you are indeed home again. See, the enemy tries to make the, the Bible boring. And 
word time religious. And that's the trap of the churches. It just makes everything stuffy, old, stuffy books. If you listen, though, to my grandfather's colleague, Ern Baxter, I put his sermons on faithbucks.com, you'll find that actually if you listen to people that did the work of reading all those theological books and Ern worked directly with William Branham, I've started to listen to some William Branham sermons as well, find them really, really cool. Like, yeah, let's live in miracles, baby. Let's walk in miraculous healing. And um, you'll find that there's actually a, an incredible refreshing when you, when you do take the time to listen to those, but sometimes you just got to get away from it all. And just you alone with God and the Bible, not the opinions of man, even good men. And then, and then he showed me too, in this, um, this is an old document from Hawaii and there's some pretty crazy weird miracles that took place around this time that there are people out there who are crying, who are lost and who are looking for a chance for someone to give them a chance, help them along, make them feel a little bit more like they are valuable. Like, like they're, they're worth something that they're even important and that they're vital to this. Like, that's my message on the, on the spirit force is just reaching out to folks and like, look, you are needed. I don't care how messed up your life is, borderline homeless, whatever, terrible family life. You are needed to join God's army in the spirit. All I can really do is be a, a show host and talk and, and try to lead by example. I mean, we've been helping run uh, Team Waynesville, which is doing really well. Tomorrow's election day. And extreme popular um, results with all the locals. But outside influences, trying to influence the small town money from George Soros, all of that is coming to light. But I think they're going to win. Uh, Joey Reese for mayor, pray for that. That's kind of total miracle. <laughs> I kind of, who am I to be like their tech guy? But I got to um, help run some virtual town halls and just lay out like, all right, the media is ignoring us. The newspaper won't interview us, but we're going to use Facebook. And then we've got Michael Basham here helping us to do the live stream set up the microphones and all that. It wasn't even the best sound quality. In addition, though, we did spend a little money and put their videos on BitChute and got, if you, if you guys, if Omega Man ever needs help with this too, all you need to do is there's a, there's a chain of guys that you can hire for like 50 bucks per video and they'll push that video out to get thousands of views and perhaps hundreds of comments, hundreds of subscribers to your BitChute channel. That's an alternative to YouTube. But you can follow me there, Basham on BitChute. I'm on everything, just hardly go on Facebook anymore or YouTube. But uh, my website has all the links to that. And you can see we got the Team Waynesville videos on BitChute plugged to a lot of different ears around the world. And people are excited to see a small town rising up to fight. So all that to say, if I can do this, anybody can do this. If God can put me in that position last month out of nowhere, like I just met Stephanie Sutton at a at a prayer meeting and then she just like was like, we need to talk. Let's go have coffee. And then I get to meet the guy running for mayor. And then they just put me to work. It, anybody can do this, guys. Like, don't be afraid of losing your job or your work isn't. God has a new job for you. He wants you to work for him. But here's the thing. Um, when God had us in Honolulu, just months before the lockdown started, my daughter was born. My grandparents all passed away in the same year or two is kind of weird. I always knew that when that happened, something worldwide would, would start to go crazy. And sure enough. And 
you know, trying to get time with Jesus, like in a busy household with entertainment everywhere and screaming babies and it just doesn't work out. So I got a bunch of ropes and machetes and uh, camping chairs and mosquito repellent. And I marched up into this Hawaiian mountain behind our house. And I set up a little word station where nobody would be able to find me. And the only thing that was up there were wild boar pigs that were like constantly freaking me out. But it was a pretty cool place. And I would sit there and just write prophecy and read the word and listen to music. And with my coffee thermos, I mean, that's all you need. <laughs> you don't need a lot. And so I had this little setup with these conglomeration of giant tropical trees. And I would sit and write down the words that I'm actually reading to you right now about, you know, Jesus speaking, you are in a mission to help heal this land. There is a struggle for Hawaii. Hawaii has seen much sin and much bloodshed. And many have come here with their own motive, trying to force themselves on her. Continued. Um, Actually, where we were living was just down the street from the Pali Lookout, where the the guy that united Hawaiian archipelago, he pushed the entire army off this sheer drop, a thousand foot cliff of uh, Pali Lookout. We lived just down the street from that. I used to go walking up to his uh, summer house. They had like this summer getaway house that was all overgrown and. They, they like didn't want it on the map. So tourists wouldn't go there. Like Hawaii's weird. Like they were, they literally don't want, they like hate tourists in Hawaii unless you're just staying in their hotels. So, but we got to really connect with the land. I was like hiking through the jungle. I would find ancient artifacts of like their fences that they built from Hawaiian rock and stuff. It was cool. Well, anyway, I would, this is like totally unclaimed land and it was steep. I had to put ropes, tie ropes to trees and climb up them. I have a lot of videos from this. I should post someday, but, um, sit down, get word with time with God came back to that little station. I had where I left my chair and my little umbrella. Cause it would rain. It was always raining. So just put a little umbrella to keep from the mist and whatever, some extra water bottles and stuff. So I had this little nook and on the day of this prophecy, I walked up to that place to go and get word, word time. And this giant tree had fallen exactly on my little campsite. And I'm like, uh, uh, nothing broke, but it was like, I couldn't even sit in my special spot. I was like, dang it. And, um, I had to kind of make another one and like cut those trees out of the way, the branches. But I'm like, God, why did that tree fall right on this little place? My little profit corner. And he was saying, look, there is a struggle for this land and there are forces here that do not like you. And you are not coming here to just like some new age hippie, like a lot of other people do to get absorbed into the identity of Hawaii. You know, you're doing the weed and you're just like, Oh dude, spiritual man. like woo. But with all the force and power of the spirit and what God has laid on our lives, although I felt very weak to be identified in God, then when you go to another land, you are able to project that force of God's kingdom into this land and help to turn it towards the Lord. And there is a struggle and you can feel that struggle take place. And I'm getting goosebumps because I'm speaking to the land I'm in right now in, in the Smoky Mountains. We're in the height of the Smoky Mountains and we're fighting demonic witches here. Like, I mean, they're public about it. They're like, yeah, let's curse the Christians let's curse team Waynesville, the people that I'm working with. And, but this is from a few years back in Hawaii, the Lord was saying, well, Hawaii needs healing, but she hasn't received healing in so long. 
Pray for her. Ask me to send angels to purge the land of all the wickedness and sin and filth, and I will. This government is a small thing in my eyes, but you can help her by bringing my holy kingdom government in to replace wicked man's government. So I could go on and on about what happened in Hawaii. Um, Obviously, there are terrible, horrible, wicked things happening there. So much human trafficking, 2,000 children missing. There's rumors of those school buses in Lahaina showing up um, at some military base, but I can't find proof of that. But anyway, I go back and forth with the Lord like this. And I'm like, Lord, I feel so small to do this. What? And he's like, come into the spirit and see from up here. So I just go in. I'll write these words down. I'll be like, I am activating a spiritual portal. I'm walking through it. I'm meeting angels, huge angels. I'm being taken to a stairway. We're, we're at a high mountain. There's a floating, shimmering disc in, the, in midair. I'm stepping through it. And the angel is beckoning, step through if you wish to show up to work today, your office awaits you. I mean, this is all very like almost video gaming, but I'm telling you when you do this, things happen. It's the weirdest thing, but it's real. It's cool. Going through the disc. I'm stepping off that cliff in the spirit. I'm watching stars roll by. I see this golden city. I'm suddenly in this city and I feel like my life has reactivated. It was like I was dead until that moment. And now I'm alive. And there's this council chamber and I'm being introduced to high level, supreme, heavenly officials. Guys, this is all by faith. All right. Don't crucify me for being new age. This is like Rick Joyner stuff, but just give, give Rick Joyner a break. He was my mentor. I've interviewed him and I think Rick Joyner is, is a key in a lot of things. I'm talking to an elder who presides over a Hawaiian time zone who blesses me and gives me a crown and instructs me when you pray, when you are back on earth and you pray, make sure you always cast this crown before the Lord every time you're done using it. Then he will begin to enable you to undermine and destroy the demonic forces over many of the Democratic Party and mostly Masonic people in Hawaii, so they will be without their power. I forgot I even wrote this down. I've been reviewing stuff and it's like, that's cool. Because to me, it's like, I just go to work, do it, close the laptop, boom, I'm busy, got to run. When you review the things that God has done in the past, it gives you faith for what God is doing in your life today. And right now, I need this prayer for Team Waynesville to win the election tomorrow. We're like literally fighting Masonic witches and garbage and Antifa and just all the excrement from the enemy that he's trying to festoon into these small towns. So on the day of that tree falling on my little command base there, and that was the vision that kind of, it ended with that. Sometimes you just run out of time and you're like, wait, then what happened? Hello? What, what was going on? Well, it might've started raining or you know, just, it always, it always acts. It's always like that. But look, I'm not the only crazy person. Okay. I get on the phone. I have a friend named Tracy Mihalek. I haven't talked to her in a while, but she was sending me these voice messages that day, walking up to the jungle spot about a dream, a vision with Madonna using blood to seal these safety deposit boxes. And I'm listening to her talk about this and she's like, and then I went into this place and I brought a spiritual bomb and I lit it and I blew the whole thing up. And it was like, Madonna's like adrenochrome thing or something. Like it was so trippy and fun. She's hilarious. That at that very moment, I found that the tree had 
fallen on my, my workstation in the jungle. And, and when, when she wrote, when she sent that to me, I was shown this movie. It's a, it's a little bit of a, I, you know, sometimes God gives you grace to watch this stuff, but Dr. Sleep, it's a Stephen King movie. Don't recommend watching it. Maybe the book is a little less, but whatever. There's a scene in it where a witch is, it's probably the most vivid depiction of astral projection I've ever seen. A witch is coming into this girl's room at night to try to steal some secrets that she's got, that she's keeping in her in her, uh, whatever her makeup chest or something. And this girl is a highly advanced spiritual being that are called the shining ones. The mo- the movie in the book, the shining is about actually these spiritually gifted children that are called the shining. I mean, even Stephen King writes about this guys. It's not that uh, that's why it's true, but you know, Hollywood, sometimes they get it right and they show you what is actually happening. So long story short, this is exactly what Tracy Mihalek was showing me when during that day of a lot of spiritual weird activity. This scene in this movie, this witch shows up and the shining one is able to overpower the witch and get her hand stuck in the drawer pretty violently. And then she jumps into the witch's realm and gets access to all their files. And she's in this huge library and she just starts digging through all their little note cards and files and finding out all these secrets about the enemy's plan, all their stuff. And, and then like the witch has to like figure out, like think fast, run, she runs out, she like breaks through the window, running away, gets away the last minute. And the secrets of the enemy are, are hidden. Like they're out in plain sight in these movies and occult things, the rituals, but because of the occult nature and the cowardice of people, not wanting to pray, not wanting to, to operate in the spirit. It's like they get away with murder all the time. Literally, they get away with murder. And so when we are together operating in a unified body of, of the end time army, lovers of God, lovers of truth, we kind of, um, we can kind of harness each other's abilities. And it's like you, like you hire a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer you don't have to like go to school and learn all that yourself. God has made the end time church similar. So we all have these different tools that we can bring to the table and we can utilize these different tools and God will do it by the Holy spirit. will be like, all right, I want you today to work with Tracy. Okay. Now you're going to go and have a conversation with uh, this guy. And that's pretty much been my life ever since dropping out and serving God. And I do work sometimes guys. Like I, I literally am on the phone with like important phone calls worldwide, sometimes on this broadcast. And in my right hand is a toilet brush and I'm doing the laundry, (laughs) some Airbnb clean that we do in the mountains. And I'm happy to do that. But, um, you know, I'm willing to work and I'm also willing to quit at any time. I'm like, all right, if there's something better than this, I'm first in line, you know, and who knows, maybe the pride of like, if I was some big shot in the world, like I would have missed out on a lot of things to me. I get these dreams. Like one of, one of the other dreams in Hawaii, was I was sitting on a couch that had a rocket underneath it and I'm just going top speed throughout all these underground lava tubes and caves with these weapons and just warring against these huge demons, decimating them. And it's like really fun. It's almost like watching a movie, except you're actually in the movie, like sitting on this couch throne thing with weapons that, I mean, I get flashes of memories of dreams like that, but 
I, I tend to think that God gives you that to, to remind you that this is real. And then another vision he gave was being in one of these council rooms again, and looking on the table, there was this map and there were these strategists and the Lord was there and you could see the earth and the darkness unleashed on the earth. Very, very apparent, but even more striking when you see the earth from the spirit, you look into these council chambers, and these maps, you looking down on the map of the earth is the ones who are connected to the Lord who are shining with his light far more apparent than the darkness. Because the darker the world gets, the more bright his people get. We always say that, but it's so true. It's becoming even more true right now. And even the people that are just brave, even the people who are brave in the truth, who aren't afraid to say, Joe Biden is not really the president. (laughs) I mean, that is like saying one plus one equals two. But how many people in Washington are willing to say that? And those people I saw in the spirit are getting new upgrades and outfitted with new mantles. And the Lord spoke to me. I've called you here not to show you the entire plan. It's a secret what my father and I are up to still, but you can clearly see see here and he's pointing at the map and you can see here and here. And with this basic framework we have created before, all we need is this one here. And here's another one in here and just showing, pointing at different stuff in the map to work and operate in unity we have an army already set and ready to go. Let us release angels of vision to each of these who carry the mantles. And I had a sense of the weariness of people that have been fighting for so long. They lose the vision. And so when you're in the spirit and you're looking down over the earth with the Lord, you can release angels of courage, of vision to, you know, it says, buy from me eye salve so that you might see. You know, we can, we can go to heaven and buy that with our faith and then ask for it to be supplied to the warriors. And then they will be able to locate more who will stand and fight in the last battle. So it's really like we're recruiting recruiters. You know, it's not about bring people to me or like only Omega men. Although I would say this is one of the major command bases is Omega men show. We're trying to recruit people that will also recruit people. Second Timothy two, two train others to train others to train others. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. That goes for Hawaii. That goes for America. That goes for Smoky mountains. That goes for you guys, wherever you are, Indonesia, that random weird Mugatu Island chain and, in Solomon Island area, you guys don't understand. Like America is so full of spiritual, ancient occult secrets that go way back before the Indians. There's a reason why they chose this place to be the new Atlantis. Everywhere we are placed around the world has some kind of significance. I felt like God forgot about me and left me in Taiwan. And I was just going to start rotting like all the other English teachers there who just live like, how long you lived in Taiwan? Oh, I've been here 20 years. Oh, and you don't speak Chinese and you still teach English? That's it? Okay. Bye. Oh, God, help me. Oh, God, don't let this happen to me. And I, you know, and then all hell broke loose in Taiwan. He had me go to Hawaii, get married, got more babies. Then I came here. Boom. Family reunion time. God had us in Taiwan long before all this COVID end time stuff, like, 
it was just sort of like a normal time in the world. And then the lockdowns and then Taiwan, major, major target on Taiwan. And I don't know if Taiwan's going to get invaded the way that everybody thinks. It might just be that as America is weakened, Taiwan has no choice but to join China. Because unless Japan is ready to defend Taiwan against China, I don't see how Taiwan can defend herself. And so, and Taiwan is already full of Chinese people anyway that have infiltrated the school that I went to. I learned Chinese. The, I wasn't really that good um, to be able to understand everything in the textbook. But some of my classmates that were really, really fluent were like, Michael, these textbooks are from China. Like, this is a major school in Taiwan teaching us history that makes China look good and is, like, literally not teaching certain parts of history. That, like, this is – and then my, my friend, his name's Robert, genius guy, just absolute genius. He goes to some of the teacher meetings and found out that the teachers were actually being invited to Shanghai and Beijing, and they were being wined and dined by the Communist Party. And he found this out like directly from the source and that they would be like, all right, well, so did you have a nice time? Okay. So um, we were wondering if maybe you'd like to use these books in your curriculum when you go back to Taiwan. So <laughs> I mean, right in my midst were people in our little English Chinese Institute, we were like being infiltrated by China just to teach us like a history that made China look better. So I know we're running out of time, but I just want you guys to know that, you know, the Lord is calling you and he's calling me and he's offering to heal us and to guide us. And he's calling us away from the world. And if we will begin to communicate regularly with him and step in the spirit and treat it like it's real, treat God like he actually exists and he's real and he wants to do stuff for you. He will call you out into the wilderness to seek him. And your life is going to become something that it's, it's going to look crazy to normal people, but as soon as you open your Bible, you'll be like, oh, I'm, this, is, this is who I'm becoming. Like, I'm like one of these Bible people. Because to just say one more time, all the prophecies came true in the Bible that were prophesied to come true. Now the prophecies that have not yet come true are about to come true. So don't get too adrenalized, fatigued about every last thing, like every single rocket fired in Gaza every single time somebody shoots a gun in the Middle East, you know, thinking that's the tribulation. I mean, it's not. But when you take a few steps back, the Lord had me meditating on um, who Elon Musk is really quick. As Steve Jobs led the way to create the iPhone, and once the iPhone was in operation, Steve Jobs died immediately. It was like, I don't even know if, he wanted to be alive anymore. It was just, it was like, okay, my work here is done. He worked like a slave, kept everybody working like slaves. I know one of the guys that helped develop the iPhone and the iPod. They missed Christmas. They worked all night during Chinese new year. Like they were so sad, but they produced an amazing piece of technology. Likewise, Elon is the new Steve jobs. Everybody worships Elon, just like they worship Steve jobs. Once his job is complete, I wonder if they won't take him out too. And we're going to be left with this new, interface cyborg interface that's connecting your body to the stars starlink neuralink ai i mean this new ai that he's releasing it's probably like pretty useful i've played around with ai a little bit 
definitely has its uses. A terrible master, though. You don't ever want to be worshiping something dead like that. It's the ultimate abomination. But Elon, I don't think he is the one that's like nefarious. I don't think Steve Jobs was either. But this, where this is all going, guys, this is leading to all these prophecies in the Bible coming true. And I know we're, we're at an hour mark here, and you, you can cut me off anytime, Shannon, but expect these prophecies to come true in your lifetime. Expect the high possibility of meeting Jesus in the clouds when he shows up at the end of the tribulation. And then beyond that, the wedding feast, the battle of Armageddon, and then the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. So those who are destined to be martyred, hey, may it be a good death. Don't be afraid. Those who are destined for the wilderness, where the bride is taken for three and a half years, or the woman in the wilderness, I would really recommend that package. <laughs> you know, do you want the, uh, the economy package of the end time? Or would you like first class? Or would you like to like be in the pilot seat with the pilot? Like, as the whole plane is basically being destroyed. <laughs> like, would you like to be in the escape pod? <laughs> you know? So I think there's, there needs to be a lot more of this conversation. I really appreciate Shannon's platform to be able to share this. Um, the new weapons of the spirit are just spend time with the Lord in prophecy. Read the word like it's alive. Don't read it like it's a religious thing. And okay, I did my little thing. I'm all done now. Okay. Going back to my job now. Got to tithe to my stupid church that's pro LGBT. We found out most of the churches here are all, they've all caved in to the agendas. All these beautiful little churches that you see in the country, you're like, oh, I'm going to cute little Baptist church. Nope. They got, they got transgender stuff going on in there. They got yucky stuff. The only place of safety is under the shadow of the Almighty. And we're going to find each other outside, repenting publicly on camera. That's what we did. And that's how Team Waynesville was born. <laughs> These public repentance prayers in Haywood County. It was so effective. The witches are freaking out. They're sending Antifa after everybody. So, I mean, people were getting death threats. Their businesses are getting threatened i mean this is real guys you've got to be brave you've got to be brave in your little towns wherever you are you are needed call to action find out who is actually running and who actually is worthy and if you can't find them start meeting with people and praying and and just pray for your county i mean some of these meetings we didn't even have nobody even organized it well we didn't even bring a mic system or a guitar people were singing amazing grace a cappella. It was like, this is different, but it was sincere and God blessed and he honored it. And now he's giving us a chance in Haywood County to see things turn around. So please pray for Waynesville, uh, Team Waynesville. You can follow on Facebook, Stephanie Sutton, Team Waynesville, Joey Reese. Um, and and watch the, the Lord do mighty things tomorrow. I think that this is his hour. He's going to maybe let major cities fall, but I don't think that means every little town in America has to turn into a hellhole. So rise and stand and be in the gap in your little town, wherever you are, or join us, pray for us, Team Waynesville, Facebook. I'm Michael Basham. I think we dropped a lot of crazy little things in this talk, and uh, I had a great time. I could just keep reading prophecies, but I think Omega Man is like, man, this guy doesn't stop. I got I to gotta do something about this. <laughs> and I do actually have to go in a it's minute, good, uh... but I really appreciate this so much, and thank you. Good to be back with you, Michael. Uh, good word today. Michael, tell people about your broadcast and how they can make contact with you and support your work. 
Okay. Um, and first of all, thank you, everyone that's ever sent us donations, including you, Shannon. We put that right into the, uh, the oxygen tank, right into the rocket fuel tank, and we've been able to help other people too. So I just appreciate so much. Our uh, PayPal is spiritforce01 at gmail.com. Facebooks.com is our website. A little bit of a messy website at the moment, but has a lot of links there. And don't forget to go to fringeradionetwork.com, which is now on the Spreaker Pro, Spreaker Prime, and Omega Mint's on there too. So if you have any broadcasts you want to like boost out there, Shannon, let me know. I'll, I'll do it for you. Uh, I know it takes an extra, you know, a few minutes, but we're just getting the word out and it's, uh, it's these teams helping each other. It's the beauty of having different networks working together, different podcasters supporting each other. Also stay tuned for on the 11th, I'll be on millennial mustard seed and we're going to be answering questions about what kind of things do you wish that your church pastor would talk about, but he won't. So we're going to kind of go in that direction. Millennial Mustard Seed, Rod is, is an amazing host. He's been a huge help and an honor. And don't forget Strange O'Clock Podcast. We have such an amazing lineup of only big guests and awesome editing, thanks to Gerilyn. You can also become a member of that on strangeoclock.com. I think that's just a new thing that's just flagshipped. We have like a members-only only Facebook group and because people are going to want to listen to all those cryptid stories, deliverance stories, spiritual, cool stories, and then find each other and meet and kind of have that, um, that community. So we're all about starting more of those. And, um, I just want to thank the listening audience because really you guys are the only reason what we're doing is valuable. Otherwise I would just go back to my nice tree in Tokyo and start reading books again and turn off my phone for months and like this internet mission field it's real like this is actually a mission field people's lives are getting changed so whether you donate to us whoever i mean just remember every single little bit helps share the shows get on the phone with people tell them about a podcast or a thing that you enjoyed text it to them that's even more valuable than money sometimes and guys we're gonna win jesus is coming back the enemy's on his last legs. That's why he's got to come here and do all this evil stuff. He only has a short time. He only has a very short time. So don't be afraid. Be, be brave. Be courageous. Be very strong. Read the first few chapters of Joshua. And uh, thank you so much again, Shannon. See you guys again very soon. Facebooks.com. Michael Basham signing out. Michael, we'll see you uh, November 20th. Is that good for you? Now, November 20th. Yes, sir. If you go on the road at any time and um, you need to change, I don't need any advance notice. Just let me know and I'll bump you. But uh, we'll see you November 20th. Hey, before you go, have you heard of a network called Kick.com? Oh, you mentioned that. Um, I want you to check it out. I have to go check that out. Yes. Um, you're, you're yes. Are, you, are you using that? I, well, I signed up. I haven't uh, turned my video camera on yet, but... There's a guy uh, who was over in Japan, and he's a um, a dude who went over there and became very famous quick. He would go up to Japanese people and say, Nagasaki, Hiroshima, and insult them. It was horrible what he was doing. Oh, no. And, oh, no. Uh, man, uh, the news picked up on this guy, and they, they grabbed him and threw him in jail. And uh, he got released, and then he was arrested again. And I said, what the heck is this guy doing? Well, 
Um, what was interesting, though, is he was using this network I never heard of before called Kick.com. And I said, oh, let me go check it out. And um, it's in beta version right now. So you're familiar with Twitch. This is like the competitor oh, yeah. to Twitch. But it's got some okay. cool features in there. And you know what? Okay. It could be used for streaming. So just go over there and check it out, Kick.com. I will. That's the newest thing I'm looking at. My friend, God bless you, and um, have a great day over there, bro. We we appreciate you. Folks, get over to faithbucks.com, and we'll see you next time, Michael. Thank you so much, brother. Much Take love care. to you all. Love you guys. Bye. Love you too. Okay, folks, that was Michael Basham. We call that the Michael Basham Hour. Faithbucks.com. You can find him there, Spirit Wars broadcast. And we'll see him back on the 20th. Okay, we're going to take a break. And we're going to be back here in a minute. And uh, we'll go and do some Speak My Word. Before I do, let's go to a song, take a quick break. How about that? Stand by. (laughs) As soon as I get past this commercial. Here we go. (laughs) 